listening to the Lone Star Play podcast with your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong. You know, let's start with what you have, what you call it, and yeah, how the pandemic uh, affected you guys. Yeah, so uh, essentially, I mean, I, I was still active duty when um, when COVID happened. So I was oh, on, wow. I was in transition. Yeah, I was in transition to transition out of the army. And so um, I can honestly say like COVID kind of saved me in a, in a certain sense, save my save, like not, not me per se, but save kind of um, how I was going to retire because I'm an infantry guy. So for me, um, you know, kicking indoors and all that. And, and a lot of the times the way that the infantry works is that you're taught not to be like, um, you know, you're taught not to be weak. And, you know, if you go to mental health and uh, go to, you know, get your pinky looked at or your toe or, you know, whatever the case may be. Suck and it so, up, be a man. Yeah, suck it up. yeah. yeah drink water yeah. and yeah, drink water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we always say, uh, take a knee, drink water and take a Motrin, you know, so. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like the football but, days. I played Texas football. That sounds like <laughs> what they used to tell us in football. Same, same way, man. I, I played, uh, you know, I, like I said, I, I grew up in Greenwood outside of Midland. And so we were a small 3A school at the time when they had, you know, one, two, three. Uh, now, now I think 1A is like six man and then, you know, like yeah. four, four. But, but anyways, yeah. Um, so yeah, same thing. But, but yeah, so uh, like COVID hit and then the army put out this message. Uh, basically, it, it it's like a across the board, like, hey, that's a, it's um it's like a newsletter. It's like, Hey, you know, if you're getting out, if you're going to retire, um, you can pull your retirement packet and, you know, uh, you can wait till the pandemic's over. Cause we have no, no idea how long it's going to be. So I was like, perfect. So I pulled it and it took exactly a month to pull. And as soon as that month happened, the very next day, um, I had started seeing a therapist and what have you. And then I started seeing, um, pain management cause I've been blown up. So, my back's been like, um, I've had my back done, like, uh, like confused together and it's all jacked up and my whole body's messed up. So they dropped my medical board. Um, they dropped me in the medical board and I, it, they accepted it right away. So it was like a blessing in disguise for us. But, um, for us at wow. the time, we, we didn't even have a trailer yet. We, we just had, um, our food tent, which was 10 by, uh, it's a 10 by 20 food tent. And so for us, um, it was actually kind of nice because, you know, we could go set that up and, you know, like they're, they're worried about like, uh, that, that closed space and all of that. So, you know, if we did a pop-up or, you know, we would, we would literally put out cones or we would put out markers like on, you know, pieces of tape saying, Hey, stay six feet away. And then they would come up, they would order, um, they would watch us like make their, you know, but they're like six foot away from us, but you know, it. And so it, it was actually kind of cool because a lot of the, um, the neighborhoods around here, they would call us up and say, and, and these are HOAs, like these are, you know, they're probably not supposed to be doing this, but obviously. <laughs> they, I don't know. And so we, we did really well, like it was really cool. But once I got into the medical medical board, like, it, you know, I, I didn't go to work. I didn't, you know, and plus it was COVID. So, I mean, really, really like the army, sh- it was crazy. Like I've never seen anything like it, but yeah, things shut down. And so, I mean, for me, you know, that's when we really started putting more and more and more, but beforehand, I mean, we, it was like, you know, little caterings here and there, um, yeah, pop-ups here of course. and there, but yeah, yeah. But we crawl, what we say in the army, 
crawl, walk, run. So we, we started by a 10 by 10 tent, no logos on it, nothing. We had a, a, a 24 by 48 smoker and like, this is back in 2016. So like we've really crawled, we've walked and now we're running full time. So it's good. So yes, sir. No, man, that's so awesome, dude. Um, look, I, I know the struggle of it again, as we said, but you know, yeah. dude, it, that's crushing. I mean, no, that's great. Um, what, what, what's your operation like now currently? What do you guys oh, do now? Yeah, so we, uh, we open up every Wednesday and Thursday and a lot of people like they kind of get like, Oh man, you should be open on the weekends. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Oh, we should, but <laughs> catering are guaranteed money. And uh, we had Daniel Vaughn come out not too long ago and we talked with him. And it was the same thing. Like, yeah, it was, it was really cool because even he was like, well, you're right. I mean, it's guaranteed money. He's like, you know, it's, I can kind of see like why, like why you do that because you know, Wednesday and Thursday, you never know, like you never know. Um, you know, we're in Harker Heights. So where Harker Heights is, we're central Texas. We're, we're 70 miles North of Austin, um, roughly about two hours uh, South of uh, Dallas, Fort Worth. Um, an hour south of Waco, but like southwest. So we're we're really close to base, but we're not like so we're about yeah. twenty minutes from base. So you have Fort Hood, then you have Clean, then you have Harker Heights, and we do get some traffic from from base. But really, like what we do is we have a lot of regulars, and then a lot of people that are traveling on Interstate fourteen, which is one ninety. Yeah, straight to uh, straight to. Um, to Belton where, where Miller's barbecues. At. So, uh, really close to the Miller's, um, all that good stuff. But, uh, uh you know, days and Thursdays and, and, it, and sometimes it's hit or miss like Thursdays are usually our better days. Um, you know, we sell out probably about two ish or so. And then like Wednesdays will be kind of, you know, they'll be steady, but they're, they're like slow, steady. And sure. so there's days where it's like, we're sold out quickly on a Wednesday. And then the next day we're, where's everybody at? You know, it's just, it's just wild. <laughs> it uh, is interesting how that happens, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah you never know. And oh. then you'll stock up with staff. Oh, we're going to be, we're going to be swapped guy. And then nothing happens. And then other times, you know what, well, we can cut back. We'll be fine. And then you get swamped. Right. It's like, you can't win. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, you get it. And, um, a, a good friend of mine said that, um, in fact, he saw from uh, 2M, him and I've had long talks about all this. It's like, dude, what do you do? Like, you know, you say you have a good a good Thursday for like a couple weeks. And then, you know, he's like, dude, keep it the same. Keep it the same for a year. And then, yeah. and then kind Ex of one year. Like, exactly. <laughs> you have to project based off of last year. Like I worked in restaurants for a long time. Yeah. I manage restaurants. Everything's based off past year projections. So the first year is the toughest because you just don't know what's going to happen on Mother's Day. What's going to happen on the holidays? What's going to happen on this day, that day, right? You don't know. You can base some of your stuff off other places you've worked or seen or whatever, right. but maybe it's a different location. So you're like... <laughs> I mean, a block can make a difference. So even that, even the same city doesn't, you know, mean the same thing. So yeah, man, no, that's tough. He's right. You kind of just got to stick with it. Go where the money's at at the beginning, right? Where it's guaranteed and let the crowd come to you and we worry about that later. Uh, you know, to give you some, you know, I guess, um, I don't know, help with this, you know, so they know you're making the right decision. Cadillac Barbecue here in Dallas, they only open two days a week too, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that dude, he always like, does that. Yeah. So yep. 
you know what? Tell people, hey, man, it works. So leave us alone. That's what we do. Well, yeah. and that's what's so funny. Yeah, that's what's so funny is like when people are like, man, your your prices are, are pretty expensive. And I'm like, they they are. They are really expensive. And, and the reason why is, is that we use nothing but the best. And, you know, it took me a long time to figure out how to make, you know, it, it's the experience behind it. It's 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 things that you don't see. And then they start thinking about it and they're like, man, never really thought about it like that. And I'm like, yep. yeah, it's like I'm charging you a lot of money just to charge you a lot of money. It's like you got to yes. pay for time, which is experience. You got to pay, pay for the quality of meat because I was like, you can go down the street and go to a, a big chain restaurant that starts with an R. Um, you can go to some of these other, you know, places that, um, you know, and it is what it is like, but if you want, number one, you want to support a veteran, um, you know, support a, a combat veteran at that and, and somebody that retired out of the military. And then, you know, you support a small business. There's number two. And, you know, there's all these other things you just add to it. And it's like, I mean, yeah, go. Get it's actually it. kind of you know, cheap when you really think about it. Yeah. Yes. And they're complaining about, oh man, it's like, um, you know, it's $2 for a Coke. And I'm like, bro, if you're bitching about a $2 Coke, please don't come to my house. <laughs> absolutely. Jesus Christ. Yes, absolutely. You know, come on. I'm, 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 I'm fucking cool, dude. Like I'm, I'm very laid back, like, especially everything that I've, I've had, I've done in the military, you know, like, um, it, it, it there's a lot to it, but it's like, Man, it, like life doesn't have to be so, you know, like if you just don't bitch about it, like you look, oh, OK, cool. Hey, thanks, guys. Like, uh, you know, I'm going to move on. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm, I'm, totally, I man. Know. No, you're right, dude. Listen, <laughs> you know, uh, absolutely, man. Look, people, I spend a lot of time in the restaurant industry and then having my own place where I like half of it is really just like dealing with these people, dude. Like that's yeah. part of the job. Like that's it. It's not going to go away. In fact, it's only going to get worse as you get bigger and more popular. Like you are, that's only, that's what's going to happen. I mean, it just, you know, it just is what it is. They got Facebook groups where they talk about this stuff, bro, where they're arguing back and forth between which barbecue and price and value and the ribs and the sausage and the, the you know the brisket and how much you get over here versus over here and and nobody seems to consider all the things you said so all it is it just needs to be talked about more like you're doing so good i think people listening uh, that are hearing this uh this is a good conversation uh, to be honest with you because yeah. i don't think I've, I've brought this up with like i've interviewed aaron franklin we have an aaron franklin on here the guy from truth cadillac uh, Hurtado Barbecue, Interstellar, uh, Goldies, uh, you right. know, so it's cool to, to talk about this, to be honest with you, because I don't think that has actually been brought up in all those conversations. So uh, that is important for you people know, to understand the value of what you're paying for with this barbecue, because it does seem more expensive. But hey, stop. There's a reason. It's not just they're not just doing it to do it, like you said. So, yes, I'm glad you said that. Yeah, it, it really is, you know, and and. Uh, I respect a lot of those guys and, and it's, um, you know, it, it's just, it's just something that needs to be brought up. You know I mean? Um, you have Aaron Franklin that, that really laid the path for, and, and John Lewis uh, Jr. You know, it's like, it, it's like these guys that laid the path and, you know, they're out there trying to market themselves. And a lot of the times they don't get a chance to explain why things are so expensive. And then yes. you have your guys that just recently made the top 50, Hell, guys that made top, you know, they're they're number one. 
they all worked at these different restaurants, but guess what? They all have that experience behind them. And you know, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty wild. So, uh, and then Cadillac, I mean, come on, like that staple, like, uh, just, just straight badass, you know? So, so yeah, oh, Todd's and, great, man. Todd's great. He gave me a tour. Yeah. I did a cool video that's on our YouTube channel of a cool, cool tour behind the scenes of seeing it all and him explaining everything and the, uh, Akashi beef, I believe something like that. Um, oh, if I remember correctly, that was a while ago. Um, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So cool. Um, so look, man. So how did you exactly get into wanting to do barbecue over anything else? Oh, um, you know, my, my dad, when I was younger, um, you know, he, 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 he barbecued when I was younger. And I just remember, um, it, the, the, I feel like barbecue, um, brings people together. Sorry. I'm out, I'm over at my mom. So I think somebody just, oh, rang please. Like, don't even worry about it. I got my dogs back here running through. They bark, yeah. they do stuff. Don't even worry about it, please. Yeah, Sorry. so but um, but you know, like when I was a kid, it, it was the um it was the togetherness. It was always the um, you know, bar barbecue or you know, when you're grilling and stuff, it always brought people together. It was the community. And you know, that always stuck with me, that always resonated with me. And um before I got messed up from war, uh both Iraq and Afghanistan. You know, I, I had a, I wouldn't say pure heart, you know, because I mean, we're all, you know, when we're younger, we all do stupid crap, whatever, but it wasn't tarnished by, by something so dramatic, like, you know, combat and, and the things I've done and seen. Um, but I just remember these, these great memories with my dad, uh, my uncle and, and all of my family, like smoking and, and grilling and all of that. And so at a young age, I was like, I was addicted. And I've always loved to cook. I mean, I, I can remember um, probably, I think it was like fifth grade, I started cooking for the family where, and it, yes, it was hamburger helper or it was burgers <laughs> or something. You know what I mean? But I know my parents appreciated it because they'd come home and, you know, here's a meal already prepped and ready to go, or they're getting home and I'm starting to do that, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I was at an early age. And then um, when I joined the army, my first duty station was Hawaii, which that's how they got me. Like I, I was going to go join the army <laughs> to say like, I, I was like, I want to be a cook. And they were like, dude, your scores are great. Like you can be a cook, but they were like, but we have Hawaii and you can go be a grunt. And I was like, dude, I don't even know what the hell a grunt means, but <laughs> send me to Hawaii. I was like, let's do it. I'm from West Texas. So I'm like, let's totally do it, you know? yeah hawaii that's well, funny you're thinking palm trees beaches <laughs> right yeah yeah and you know what's funny is like in the worst rainforest like in the oh. what is it the north pacific or whatever they say like it's like the the biggest rainforest we're like we're looking down with binos down at the beach and it's all sunny and there's girls in bikinis and, and people like having fun and my yes like we're we're drenched watered like we're all you know, our ammo. and i'm just like this is bs you know? so, uh, oh man yeah. oh god that's because funny I, of, of cooking like uh the what do they call it the um Kahlua pig or, or, or not Kahlua, but I, I forget how they, what, whatever they call it. And, you know, like, so I got to see that when I went to Afghanistan, 
all the kebabs, uh, or excuse me, Iraq. I went to Iraq the first time. So the kebabs and the way that they cook. And, you know, even though it tore my stomach up because obviously it's not USDA, but I just remember that was like pretty daggum good. Like it was, you know, and they're making a piece of bread where they're like stomping it with their feet. And then this like uh, oven that was made out of like mud and, and what have you. So it, it was just, I always loved to cook and we would cook in Hawaii and then all the other duty stations I had. I, you know, a lot of the times I would cook. And so, um, you know, I just, I just always loved to cook. And so I would say I got here in 2012, mind you, uh, 2012. I mean, I had been in the army for, uh, shoot, what was it? 12. Yeah. About 12 years. I had been 12, 13 years and I got, got to Fort hood and and about that time like i i was really messed up i just got back from afghanistan and i was really just messed up but you know just making it whatever and it started started getting back into texas barbecue because i'd been all over i hadn't um you know i had been at fort hood back in 0304 but that was really just to deploy uh to, to iraq the initial invasion and so i started kind of getting back into barbecue and and grilling and and really like just texas style like the texas style where and in texas style to me it, it could be a plethora of things it could be mesquite oak post oak oak live oak whatever that whatever it can be but it's you know just a texas style way of thing and so um as time went on and and as as i progressed and i started getting closer to my retirement it was like what am i going to do when i get out and <laughs> yeah. and it was like thank God, because, uh, between that, my wife and my first daughter, that's what really saved me, saved my life. Number one. And, and, um, and save me from just save me from my demons, you know, like I was able to go and, and face my demons and, um, through therapy. And then obviously through barbecue, because when we first started, like I would drink very heavily and, you know, I'd pass out and the briskets are still in the smoker and, yeah, it was, it was crazy. So yeah, so that's how, sorry, it's a long story to get. To no, man, I'm in, I'm, I'm, I'm in, man, please continue. I was going to ask you about like, I mean, that's kind of the culture of barbecue though, right? Like right. drinking and cooking. And yeah. was that like why you started and then it just got out of hand or you were just like, well, I'm just going to tell people it's just the culture of barbecue and I can use yeah, that as well, an excuse to drink, you know, yeah. uh, cause I've been there. I did that myself, um, while I was drinking a lot in kitchen sure. well it's just what chefs do this is what the kitchen life is this is what we do you know it's an excuse really just for me to drink more well you get so um in the kitchen i'm sure i mean it's the stress level it's it's all this like trying to be like trying to be the best like how can yeah. i how can i make the best you know the best bite the best meal the best you know and so you get stressed and then for me it was just me dealing with um you know, dealing with my demons, trying to deal with, you know, guys that I lost, uh, and, and, and to the culture, the culture, you know, it's like, you're sitting around, you're having a couple beers. The beer wasn't the thing. It was like, I would move from beer and then I'd start going to whiskey. And before you knew it, it's like passed out, you know? Um, but you know, it's like now if I'm, if I'm smoking briskets, which I usually do during the day, because I'll smoke briskets during the day, and then let them have a nice rest and warmers overnight. So I've really changed the way that I do things, but I'm not, you know, I, I may have a beer or two, like maybe, 
But yeah. now it's like, it's so focused on making the best product I can possibly make. So for me, sure. it's, it's, uh, it's, it's the transition. Once I figured it out, once I figured my demons out and like, I was able to like do all that, the, the transition was easy. And, and, you know, when I go to festivals, you can, you can ask anybody when I go to festivals, like I go, I go ham. Like I'm, I'm, you know, I, a lot of the times I'm the life of the party and, and it's not because like, I'm trying to, like, I want everybody to like me or whatever. I just, I enjoy being around people that get like what we do. I enjoy being yeah. around other people. And there's a lot of people that I really like admire. And I really, um, I really respect because like they've done it earlier in their life. I I'm like, here I am at 42 or I'm going to be 42 in, in July, but like I started late, but it's not to say that like, you know, man, like I respect these guys and I'm, I'm having fun. And I just, it's just my, it's just me. It's just me. Like sure. I'm, I'm finally getting to be me. Like I've, I face my demons and I'm not this dark and, and like just this dark person that I was. Cause I was a very dark person. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm very cool, very personable now. And you know, that somebody had said like not too long ago, like I'm the, um, uh, the Tom Hanks of barbecue. And it, it's somebody that like, it, I was kind of, I was like, what? Like, I, I, <laughs> I like, whatever like i just you know they're kind of i I don't even know what to really say about the person but um but i laugh because there's a good quote that says you know just because um you know i'm nice and i'm a personal person or it's something similar to that you have no idea what what dark what dark place that like that i was in to be where i'm at now like you know like you don't don't want pandora's box to open up because i you know, the things I did, the things, the person I am is, is pretty dark. It's pretty dark, but it's, I'm just not that way anymore. You know what I mean? I don't have to be that way. So, yeah. No, man, He's that's little- cool. No, no. Uh, I think it's great that you're, you know, uh, using cooking as a tool to get through this as well. Um, which is great, uh, but sometimes it's the opposite of that. People that get into the industry burn out and they would, and I, this is a beautiful story, in my opinion. Um, you know, I, I love that you're using food that way. I know you've been through a lot. I read the Texas Monthly article. You know, I know you've been through a lot, and I can't imagine, I can't imagine just trying to set that aside and live life. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, how does a somewhat, I mean, just a journey to get to that point um, is a lot. Yeah, right? I mean, that's crazy. I'll, it's, it's I'll tell you exactly how to do it. Um, or how I did, how I do it and how I can face it. Cause it took, it took a long time to, to get this way. I have four guys that died, um, that died like, well, three of them died December 3rd, 2011. Um, and then March 5th of 2012, same, same injury from that. But, um, there's four, four guys that do not get to live their life. Do not get to, to live with their family, they don't, they don't get to pursue their dreams and aspirations. If I fail at what I'm doing, then I'm failing them. Um, you know, I, I, I've fought for a long time and had kind of survivals get built because, you know, I, I, I blame myself because of what happened, but it wasn't my fault. It was an IED. Like you can't help an ID. Um, I don't know where the IDs are. Like we had just done a sweep. Um, all the IDs were gone. Like we had no idea. Somebody came underground, planted an ID uh, without us knowing because there's a lot of underground tunnels and stuff and they got our guys. But for the longest time, it took me a long time. But if I fail at what I'm doing, then I fail them because I'm not, I, I, you know, 
I, they don't get to live their dreams, their aspirations. They don't get to live with their family. And if I fell at what I'm doing and I'm not a good dad and I'm not a good husband and I'm not a good, you know, what I'm doing, then, then I fell them. So that's, it's, it's, it's easy now to look at it. It's easy to say, uh, but it took me a while to get there, but yeah, that's it. Easy. Wow. So. Wow, man. Wow. That's powerful. You feel like you're living five lives, your own and theirs. And yeah, that's a, yeah. Wow. And some people probably don't make that. Um, maybe that's the, the crux, right? They, like they say in climbing, right? There's that point that's you, it's either go or no go. Right. So you hit that point of, I either move on with my life and live it like that. And you had that realization or you don't. And I'm assuming other soldiers, other people who have been through traumatic things. Um, don't take that path. So I'm glad to hear that you did for your family. Do you have kids uh, as well? Yeah, I do. I have a, I have a four-year-old daughter and a seven-year-old daughter. That's why oh, I've got yeah. my girl. Oh, girl, dad. I'm, I'm yeah. blind. Oh my God. No, yes. Girl, it, dad. It, it, I mean, I'm, I, I'm sure that when you see, I, I don't know, you probably see it backwards, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, girl, dad. I mean, it's just straight up. That's who I am. Um, you know, a lot of these festivals and stuff we go to, it's super cool because uh, we end up with all the kids um, all the kids are crowded around us and, and, you know, we're always in a good location. Um, uh, Chase from Troubadour. He always, I love that guy. He always puts us in a good, a good spot to work because he knows we're going to have probably a lot of a, a large group of people because we end up with all the kids. And, and I love that because ever since we've started festivals, um, anything we go to, we always have our girls because we don't want to put that off on anyone and people love it. They're like, dude, we're like, we're bringing our kids this time because you always bring your kids. And so, uh, but yeah, <laughs> we're seven. the four-year-old looks like my wife, but acts like me. The seven-year-old looks <laughs> acts like my wife. And it's just like, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's good. No, that's awesome, man. No, I'm, I'm happy to hear that. Uh, you know, that, um, yeah, man, this is such a great story. I'm, I'm really happy. I'm, I'm, I got to try this barbecue, man. So I'm going to find a way to figure this out. Um, what, what do you love about, um, I'm assuming there must be some sort of connection. I'm sure you've either heard this or thought about this, right? Between the military and the camaraderie, right? As, as service members, you felt that in the barbecue, right? That community, that sort of, I've got your back, uh, sort of, right? I mean, there is, I mean, it's, there's, uh, you get your, um, you get your arrogant people in the, uh, barbecue world, uh, you get your sure. arrogant people in, uh, in the military, yeah. Um, yeah. but the, the camaraderie is, is definitely there. Um, there's some really solid people out there that I, I would go like, if they called me right now and said, man, I need help. Uh, and, and, and obviously I, I would, I would, I would give my last nickel, my last dime, my last penny. Um, I'd give the shirt off my back to, to, to so many people because I really, I feel a great camaraderie with a lot of people. And, um, just that it's just, there's something about it when I'm, when I am around, uh, that many barbecue people at these festivals, you just feed off of each other. And it's such a great, it, it's, it's like this, this power, you know what I mean? It's just like, this uh this this connection that you just um you know and and people get that with different you know like people that love guns i'm sure they get that the same way and i and i love guns but i just i like barbecue is such a passion of mine but what what i'm just like kind of saying oh people that love to go mudding or people that love to be furries or whatever the heck that is and all this (laughs) 
Um, but yeah, man, I mean, I just had to throw that out there because I saw it the other day and I was like, what is going on? And my wife was like, that's furries. I don't even know. And I had to look it up. So. <laughs> I still don't know. I, I be honest. I, I still don't know. I just, yeah. Um, you know, I've seen pictures, but I, I, yeah. I, I, I dare not Google it. Um, yeah. you know, <laughs> no, I love it, man. No, that's no, great. Yeah. So that's great. So what's on the, what's on the horizon for, for the barbecue? Like, what are the plans? Is it just right now? Just, you know, head down, just, you know, making it or yeah. there, I don't know. Um, so for right now, um, you know, just finished off this year. We've got, we've got a lot of stuff going on this year. Really blessed. Like I, I, like I was, uh, I was in Virginia, uh, burying another, you know, burying a brother, brother that I had served with, uh, from Saturday sorry to hear that. yesterday. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it, it's part of it. Um, but like, it was crazy because after the funeral, you know, we had this long drive back because everything in like, it's not far like Virginia, you know, everything's just spread out, but it's not like really, it's just a lot of traffic, you know? And so we're headed back up to this uh, house, this B and B we were staying in. And, um, I'm getting these like messages through uh, email and I'm like sitting there creating invoices. And I'm like, I had to stop and think. And I'm like, wow, man, like this is freaking crazy. Like this is wild how busy we are. And it's, it's such a blessing, you know what I mean? And, and it's, and it's just literally myself, my wife and my two daughters. Like we do not have anybody we hire. I mean, Oh, wow. Really? Yeah, dude, it's like rough. I mean, you know, we've got a 200 person catering on Monday. Yeah. And, and stuff like that. Like, I like slice. Um, it's a two meat, three sides. My wife will, you know, but we, we just got it down packed. Like, we've got it sure. down. Um, but it, it's just crazy, man. It's fucking crazy because, like, I am so. Like we are so like passionate about it and everything, but it, it's, it's really cool. But, uh, come January, um, we've got a friend of ours that's, uh, that's in temple. He owns a brewery, uh, him and his, and him and his wife. And so we may sit down and talk. There's a place here in Harker Heights, um, that Harker Heights could use a brewery barbecue, you know, restaurant. Um, so Ooh. we'll sit down and talk. Uh, I like this. And, uh, yeah, yeah it's really that cool. sounds good. Yeah, it's it, it's just it's a lot because I, you know, we've only been in the trailer for one year. Like January sixth will be one year, and yeah. so it's not that like everything we've done, we haven't had investors. Like we haven't had any investors. Like you know, we have like yeah, I wanna don't you need a Yeti? Like you need something for this. And like, let's go down. Like literally one time we were like, they were visiting and he said, Hey, you're off today. Like you, you don't you need a Yeti? Like you said, you were needing this big Yeti. And I was like, yeah, dad, but like, you know, I'll, I'll buy it. Like I need to save us some money with some little bit more money. He's like, let's go buy it right now. And I'm like, what? Like that? Cause my dad was very frugal. Like he was very, very frugal. And so like real tight, you know, real tight with his money. Cause he, he always taught me like, you need to save and, you know, but like, it was crazy. And so that, and then like our trailer, I had the money, but my dad was like, well, why didn't I buy it for you? And then if, you know, you pay me back whenever or whatever, like, I'll, or I'll be at this one's investment for you. And so the trailer was 6,000 and then we, we outfitted the whole trailer ourselves. Like, so we, 
you know, we, we put all the aluminum and, 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 and everything or stainless steel and all that. So it's, it's yeah. crazy how it went down, but, um, but yeah, so that's, that's what it is. And I just, I want to make sure that it's right. I want to make sure it's right. And I don't want to jump. Yeah, man, don't rush there. it. Don't rush it. Don't oh, rush yeah. it. Don't get excited. Yeah. Don't, you know, I know I'm other, I know other people are going to tell you. Yeah. 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 Look, man, I can tell you right now. I never got a brick and mortar. Yeah I, yeah, I never did. I worked in a brick and mortar. Like I rented out a kitchen in a bar that wasn't being used. Right. So I could serve. Um, what would I do? Wednesday through Sunday. Right. And right. they, you know, and they gave me certain hours that they wanted me. Right. Hey, we need we need food at this time. Right. At the bar. Right. Blah, 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 blah. blah. OK, cool. And then I could match after a month or two. OK, who's coming in? Who's not? What, what other hours can I expand to? Um, and that was kind of a taste of a brick and mortar, right? Cause I got to walk in, I got a full kitchen. I got, you know what I mean? But it's not my own place. You know what I'm saying? I, I might look for something like that. Even, um, what's out there, even trying to, Hey, is there a spot that I can just rent as a pop-up? That's a, that's a, a brick and mortar to just kind of get your feet wet with, but I definitely recommend, you know, don't jump in too crazy yeah. into it. I mean, everyone definitely has their own journey with barbecue, man. I've interviewed so many people and even outside of interviewing them on the podcast, I just talked to in the industry myself when I was in Austin for so long and in Dallas where I worked too. Um, yeah, man, it's, it's just their own journey, right? So when it feels right, do it. Because yeah. it is like, you, it can't go back, right? Yeah. It's, you, it's you, not, what you I mean, you can. Yeah. Once you jump in, it's like, this is it. And, and that is a lot. You're going to have to get help at that point, right? You're going to have to hire people. There's no way you and your wife will be, because my wife and I ran my food truck too. My story is very similar to yours. Like we did ours too, just her and I for the longest time, for a year and a half, you know, about roughly almost two years. So only, yeah, that was it. Yeah, man, I get it. I get it. And we did seven days a week. We had to for the money. Like I needed money. Yeah. You know, it was like we were not. I would just would not accept, would not accept failure at all cost. You know, so I was willing to do what it took. But yes, man, I think you're on the right path. You got the you know the wit, the brains about this, the business idea. You just and you want your barbecue to be right before you say, hey, come come everybody to my new brick and mortar. Right? How do you feel right. about where your barbecue game's at? Um, I I feel great about it. Um. I think that, you know, one of the things that Daniel said in the, in the article, which um, it was like, it, and that's one thing that, I mean, we're always going to have is like when you're serving out of a trailer, he's like um, the brisket, uh, like the, like not moisture, like, cause I, I know it was tender and it was like perfectly, you know, he's like, but I just by the looks of it, he said something about like, alfresca like because i i was eating it how you're holding it i yeah yeah that it's that the air the crisp air that that was there kind of took the moisture out you know whatever and i and and i was like well that's cool but but he followed it up with basically it was his fault because he decided to eat outside and then um like our ribs um, being like you know our ribs could have been a little bit more tender but it's just like anything um you know I think on a every day, like service every single day, I'm proud of everything I put out. I mean, there's not a day that I'm not, but I'm not proud to where I'm like, I don't, I can't learn anything else because I wrap it. I take my ribs till they're done. 
and then I wrap them in saran wrap and I hold them in saran wrap because when I wrapped in foil and, you know, I would, I would stick them in the warmer or like, Hey, it's getting ready for service, whatever they, they would oxidize. Like the under underside yeah. would oxidize even, even the top side. So interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I do. So now when I cut open the, the saran wrap and I start, you know, cutting into the ribs, then I'll put them in the foil and I'll wrap them up. You know, when, like say if I'm only going to get like half a rack or a couple ribs, then I wrap up in foil and I stick them in there. But all the other ribs aren't oxidizing. They're not getting that little bit of air or whatever the case may be. Because even in foil, you know, they may. What about getting, butcher paper? Yeah. What's up? What about butcher paper? Uh, butcher paper would probably work too, but I just. I, me personally, like I found that the saran wrap is working, you know. Yeah, man, uh, that's a thing. You got to, what works for you and your foot. I mean, when I work, I worked for uh, Aaron Franklin actually for a little bit at Loro as a chef. And we used to use butcher paper on our ribs there, yeah. um, you know. But again, we talked about it there too. Everyone yeah. uses their own thing. It was like, right? So, yeah, I think that's the journey, right? You're, you're just your thing, right? Like, what's your thing? what's what's so, uh, what's rossler's barbecue right like what's their flavor yeah. right because cadillac has their truth as their interstellar if you go to goldie's it's this you know so i think that's cool yeah did uh did you ever um did you ever meet andrew weishart andrew he weishart Contigo. yeah he owned uh contigo that was down in austin oh wait contigo. laurel laurel's was dallas though wasn't it no, Laura, I mean, there is one in Dallas, but I, I never worked at that one. I mean, I okay. worked there in 2000, I don't even know, 19, yeah. um, somewhere there. Uh, yeah, but it was in Austin. That's Ty Tyson Cole and Aaron Franklin. Right, right, right. Yeah, Contigo was kind of, uh, I, I know Aaron knew Andrew Weishart, but he was from San Angelo, really good chef. Um, he had like a scruffy beard and, and I think shorter hair, but he, um, he, he was out there doing, you know, and I, I, I don't know if he had left by then. Cause I know this is around, you know, obviously that wasn't during the pandemic, but you know, like different people come and go and all that. Oh so yeah. I did. Just, yeah, I left. Cool. It made me leave the industry. Yeah. Honestly. Cause I left my food truck. And I was like, Hey, I'm going to go work for this, for Aaron and Tyson and get into right. their program. Right. Okay. I'm going to have my own restaurant uh -huh. with them. Okay, right. let's do this. And honestly, three months in, I said, you know what? I'm done. I'm yeah. done. I can't do this any. I can't do this anymore. I, I just I, couldn't do it, man. And I'm now I'm a podcaster. Three years I, now, I, you I know. Love it, dude. I, hey, no matter what, I love it because you're telling different stories. Like I, I, I started looking at everything, and I was like, I love the. It. it I like talking to different people because you can yeah. get stories out of. It's like us talking earlier, we just started bullshit, and it was just yeah. like. Yeah, we just started rolling, you know. So yeah, for sure. Yeah, man. Yeah. So look, I, you know, I just think y'all's story is so cool, man. I hope you, honestly, whatever you have been doing, just keep doing that, cause it's working, right? Okay. I wouldn't change really right. your attitude about anything or how you approach anything, because that whatever lens you're looking through right now is working for you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sure. For sure. Well, I really appreciate that, man. Dude, yes, absolutely. And I'll definitely try to find a way out there. Um, I'm always traveling uh, to Austin um, for the podcast for what, whatever. I'm always going down. I still got a lot of, you know, friends and, and I was down there for so long, right? Like I still have a lot of uh, connections down there. So hopefully one day I'll get uh, to come down and eat some food, man. That would be amazing. 
and I look forward to uh, meeting you in person. I wish you the absolute best, man, with everything coming up um, with the with the holiday season and caterings. And I know that's tough. Get through it, you know, sunshine on the other side, because uh, I know it can get a little slow sometimes in January, February. Um, and, and that's right. funny because it started in January last year. And I was like, for three months, I was like, shit, the week, yeah. dude, like, yeah, March, we- really? <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. yeah, man, that's a tough one. Um, yeah, that's tough. That's a tough situation. You know what I was going to ask you is um, I-, I moved down to Austin to open my food truck, right? So I was in Dallas, Fort Worth, working for Stephen Piles here. And and that's when my wife and I were like, Let, you know, we're going to do our own business. So, but we moved down to Austin to do it because of the culture and the laws, right? The health department. I was like, what's the easiest, right? Why where you're at? Was there any thought of like, do we need to be somewhere else? You know, you know what I'm saying, right? Like, and how hard is the health department on food trucks where you're at? So actually the health department is not who we have to worry about in Harker Heights. And, and so Bell County as a, as generally it's not bad, but Colleen, which is 10 minutes from us. And there's a, there's a bear, there's like literally a line that's like a road clean Harker Heights. Oh, there's no issues at all. There's no issues. Like I could have a food truck. I really don't need a fire suppression system. I don't need any of that. Wow. Whatever. But because in Harker Heights, the, the uh, fire marshal is like made it basically his, uh, his, I guess his mission is like, you better, if you're cooking inside there, you better have X, Y, Z. Like I'm the one that's going to sign off on this. If you don't have it, I'm going to shut you down. And so like, I need to talk with him more. Like we don't cook inside. Like we don't have to cook because everything's prepped. And then, you know, but at times I'm like, what kind of growth are you trying to make? Because Harker Heights, number one, we do not have a downtown. We, we don't have a traditional downtown. It's a, it's a newer city. I'd have to look it up, but I'm pretty sure it may have started late 2000. uh, I mean, early 2000, maybe late nineties. And so. Oh, wow. Okay. Like, why yeah. would like this? Because here you have people that number one, small business, you know, like, yeah. I, and, and like we even told them, cause we set up in a, a small doctor, it's a small doctor braces parking lot. Right. And so you, you can get in um, where our trailers at is like right there by the entrance. There's this whole like area that's like a, it's a parking space. It's like this long parking space, but with, with the fire lane, and so we were telling them how we want to like, you know, put our trailer here. And then you had like um, basically a fenced off area uh, where, which small doctor was like, yeah, man, this would be super cool. Like, absolutely. Yeah. I've been you, you can chill, whatever. And my wife was telling him all this and he's like, well, you need to pass that with me first. Cause like, we need to be able to get to you and small doctor. And I'm like, sir, did you not even like, I wasn't there. Luckily I wasn't. Cause I probably would have said something. <laughs> I, did you not even hear what my wife said? Because on, like, there's a road that you could spray. Like if something happened to us. You could just spray like right on us or in our little area, or you can still pull in because we're not blocking anything. Like small doctors taken care of. We're taken care of. Like it's, it, and I'm just like, I can't stand it when it's that negativity right off the bat. Like, well, hold yeah. on one second. 
thought, it, you know, we have to check with us. And I'm like, you know, but power trips, uh, there's this, uh, there's this amazing group down in Georgetown, uh, about five guys that, um, they, uh, they, they own quite a bit of property. Golden roll is one of them, uh, river and ranch, uh, mesquite Creek outfitters, amazing group of guys. They want us down in Georgetown, which is only, you know, 20, 30 minutes from us North of Austin. Um, and so I don't know, man, like it may be Georgetown, like, and we've been going down there a lot. So Georgetown's you know, great. This, Georgetown's great, know, man. I did a lot of events up there, dude. I used to drive my truck up there a lot. Thank you. Thank you. And you know, um, but the essentially the reason why I'm in Harker Heights, all people always want to know why are you in Harker Heights? I'm like veteran owned and operated. I want to be by the soldiers. I want to know, I want the soldiers to know, I want everybody to know like, Hey, yeah, I can do it. If I can do it, like a, a retired infantryman, if I can do it, anybody can do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I faced all my demons. You can be just like me. You retire out boom, you could start something, you know what I mean? So yeah. And you start a hub, right? Like in tech, Texas is known for having these sort of barbecue hubs. I don't want to say yes. out in the middle of nowhere, but out of the normal, right? Yeah. Downtown typical dining experience. So yeah. it kind of fits, right? It fits your thing. Again, you being you, the way you look through your lint, like it's working for you. So you could build around where you're at. You might, it's good to know they're not fighting you too much, except for this one guy. Yeah, I mean, I've got my own stories with the health department and with the fire inspector as well. I mean, yeah, dude, I could just go through so many different scenarios. Yes, I don't know why they want to suppress small business. Right. I don't know why they make it so difficult for you when they don't need to. It, it makes no sense. But then I realize it's not the system. It's the person in the system. It's that person. Literally, his personality is getting in the way of it. Right. It's like it's I hate it drives me nuts to hear things like that, to be honest with you. But I'm glad you're fighting through it, you know, yes, uh, to make it happen. Yeah, dude. Oh, gosh. Well, just keep doing what you're doing. And. Um, sure. you know, I'll, I'll say this as advice. The one thing I found was I hated to do it, but I just sucked it up. I just befriended them. I was super friendly, just as over friendly yeah. as I yeah. needed to be. I yeah. never fought, you know, I would just like, hopefully I can break through this wall that they have up for, I don't know why. Right. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so yeah, man. Oh God. Unnecessary. Yeah. Right. It just feels unnecessary. It is, right. it is, but it is what it is. You know, you just got to fight. <laughs> yeah, so. fight through it. Yeah, you know about that. So for sure. Well, listen, man, I don't want to take up too much more of your time. I know you got a lot going on, Christmas lights, all that. So please, I want you to get to all that. Thank you so much. Um, was there anything you wanted to mention? Uh, what's the website? Um, um, and just real quick, again, when you're open and all that, how people can connect with you um, or any, even hire you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We're um so we're at uh, 300 Morgan Street in Harker Heights, Texas, every Wednesday and Thursday uh, from 1130 to sell out. You can uh, contact us through Rossler's Blue Cord BBQ .com, all, all one word. So uh, get get in touch with us there. 254-345-2313 um, is our is our number to uh, contact us. But and we're on social media. Um, both Facebook and Instagram, just look up Rossler's Blue Cord Barbecue. Um, and yeah, that's, that's a good way to come, come reach out. And we cater all the time, man. We're, we're ready to rock and roll or we'll bring our trailer and uh, serve out of the trailer. So we're ready to rock and roll. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. 
Well, thank you again, Stephen. Look, my best to you and your family. And, uh, you know, I'm sorry for, for your loss uh, it, during service. And I know that's very tough. My father was in the military and he never talked about it, to be honest with you. So I don't really know a lot about that stuff, uh, but I know it was tough. So yeah. my heart goes out to you, man. And um, yeah, just happy to hear uh, things are going well for you, man. I, I really, I mean that. So uh, if there's anything uh, I or the podcast can ever do for you, please uh, let us know. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. You've been listening to the Lone Star Plate podcast with your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong. For more info, go to lonestarplate.show.